0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Edge with Rick Wolf on your flagship station for New
1: York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN New York. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Rick Wolf's Sports Edge. I'm your host, Rick Wolf. Well, you might recall a couple of weeks ago we talked about the, the incident up in Ridgefield, Connecticut, where in an effort to dry off the infield dirt after heavy rains, uh, a bunch of grown ups and local residents decided it would be a good idea to douse the affected areas with several gallons of gasoline and then light it. (laughs) Now, as we discussed, this was a very poor idea in a lot of ways. For starters, by dumping gas onto the dirt of the infield, well, you know, it seeps in and it ruins the field in terms of all sorts of environmental issues and concerns. And not only didn't the gambit work out to make the field playable in terms of drying off the dirt it actually had the opposite effect of causing $40,000 worth of damage. Now, the game between Richfield High School and Amity High School was forced to be played over at Amity later on that day. Their field was playable. But getting back to the actions of those who gassed the field and then lit it on fire, there's there's more to the story after the fact. Now, look, I don't think anyone doubts that uh, the individuals who did this had only the the best intentions at heart that is they were just doing their part to to get the field ready so that the kids could go out and play an important game but as they quickly learned it was just a bad idea right from the start even worse and this is the aspect that continues to trouble me no one has come forth to take full responsibility for their actions in other words no one has said hey i'm sorry and I should be held accountable for doing this. Instead, since the damage field was not covered by insurance, uh, the town of Ridgefield had to find a way to cover the $40,000. And apparently what's happened the last few weeks is that some anonymous donors, and we don't know how many or who they are, well, they put up $40,000 to take care of the damage bill. Now, the town of Ridgefield accepted this And has now announced that the matter is over. They said, well, restitution has been made. And as such, there's no need to prosecute anyone or, and in short, let's just move on and forget about this incident. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that sends a really bad message to the younger generation in Ridgefield. And apparently a number of Ridgefield residents, well, they feel the same way. And I want to talk about this this morning Obviously, there's two parts of this puzzle. One has to do with the fact that that uh, uh, you know the, the the guys felt well. It's an old tradition. The field is unplayable. We throw gas on the field. We try to light it and try it out to dry it that way. That's been done for 50, 60 years. It never works. It never, never works. And now, of course, the fact is the field's ruined. And now somebody has to go and basically say, well, how are we going to pay for this? It's not covered by insurance. And then the question is: Now that's it been taken care of with the money being collected, the town doesn't really want to get involved. Uh, they say, "Look, this—we we don't want to name names. There's no reason to do this. I mean, as simple as that." So, anyhow, I want to talk this morning. We want to talk this morning with uh, with Joe Heinsman, uh, who's an attorney up in Ridgefield. But uh, you know, I, before we get to Joe, I, I want because Joe has been on the show before and he's talked about the issues before. But before we do that, first I want to talk to you. And take your calls about this because, you know, the fact of the matter is that this is very disturbing to me because, again, the fallout is such that we're just not quite sure what is going on in terms of of the town and why they decided that we're not going to name names here. Uh, You know, as one of of our longtime listeners to the show told me, he said, Rick, this is like if a bank robber steals money but is then caught – and then gives back all the money that he stole and then declares, well, look, I gave the money back. Restitutions Rest are made. So there's no reason now to prosecute me. It's sort of like that. And I, I know in, 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 in Ridgefield, uh, there's been the town attorney there has sort of said, no, there's no reason to name names here. But again, I'm looking at this from a bigger perspective from the lessons, the teachable lessons for kids and the youth in Ridgefield. And, and that's, that's where I'm concerned about. I mean, I, I don't, we talk all the time on the show about preaching accountability and preaching responsibility for your actions. And then we have a very simple situation where we want the grown-ups, the parents, the adults in the town to take responsibility, and they choose not to. one 877 337 I want to talk about this with you a bit because I really have a concern about, again, what kind of message this really sends. And I understand there are complications uh, from one state to the next, uh, but you know, and then the state attorney, I guess, uh, in, in Connecticut, has said this is fine. There's no need to to name names and so on and so forth. But I'm concerned about this, and, and I want to get your thoughts. So let's start our conversation this morning uh, with Tony from Ramsey, New Jersey. Tony, good morning. You're on the fan.
0: Good morning, my friend. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. You're, you know, what a subject you're on. And, and I had a similar situation. I own a collision center, and A customer dropped his car off. The appraiser went up to the uh, lot where I store the cars and decided he was going to dismantle this man's car to look for damage and uh, broke several pieces, broke his windshield open in the hood. The, The gentleman wanted to take the car back that day. He wasn't leaving it for repair. So when he came back to pick the car up, he found his car in this condition when he went up to the lot and we called the appraiser. He said, oh, no, I took it apart, uh, put the parts in the back seat, yada, yada, yada. Yep. broke the windshield, and the, the fellow signed the criminal complaint against, uh, for vandalism against the appraiser. We went to the uh, courthouse, and, he, you know, I think it started the to top with our, how sick our country has become with the attorneys and they're thinking that they can get people off this way because the prosecutor came to me and said, oh, well, we're just going uh, to— they, they said they paid for the damages, no crime, no foul. Uh, I said, well, "Wait a second here. Uh, if that's the case, then I'm going to take a bat, go downstairs, and b- baseball bat everybody's car. They'll <laughs> press charges against me. But if I fix their cars, I guess I didn't do anything wrong. I don't get in trouble." Yeah, good good point. So they went back in, and they wound up finding the guy. But yeah, you know, you're right. What about you know, if People start burning houses down. Oh well, we'll build you a new house. Yeah, when's it stop? <laughs> I just want to like, let you know and see what your thoughts on that is.
1: Well, Tony, as I said, I, I, I'm sort of scratching my head because. Uh, you know, on one hand, it seems like a double standard. on one hand, again, we talk on the show a lot about the fact that we want we want our kids, the next generation, to learn to be held accountable, to think about their actions before they do anything, and to think about the consequences and if they they do something wrong and that's all part of of growing up and being human, we get all that. then at least you have to learn to be held accountable and say, "I made a mistake." And I will now basically, you know, face the consequences. And this seemed to me what? like a classic case here in Ridgefield. Well, okay, there's a lot of video of these people, you know, putting the gasoline on the field and lighting on fire and so on and so forth. They, we, you can see the people doing this, so we know this wasn't like, uh, you know, done in, in shadows. The, the video exists. And yet, okay, so fine. People said, well, I guess we got, you know, take care of the damages and, 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 and pay the bills. But then they that stopped short. They didn't come forth and say, "Yeah, I did this. I was part of this or is five of us or 10 of us, we thought it was a good idea. It backfired and we're sorry, but we've we we shown our our, our uh, being being contrite about this by, by paying the bills." But no, they just sort of went halfway and that sort of troubles me. I I don't understand why well, you know, they didn't say, "Look, I did this," you know?
0: Well, you look you look at what's going on in the world today, it's a message from the top down. Banks go out, they get in trouble, they pay a billion dollars in a fine and no one ever gets prosecuted. You know, at the least these kids should have gotten was a thousand hours of community service. You know, have some sort of defense. It's like, oh man, I'm never going to do this again. Yep. But no, what we we send a message right from the top down. Well you we get in trouble, pay a big fine, no and we walk on, no one goes to jail. Yep. This is this is this is what our country has become unfortunately and it's I I feel it's disgusting and it, it's the beginning of the demise of you know anybody respecting anybody or anything.
1: Anymore. Well Tony uh, thanks for
0: taking my call.
1: I, yeah, thank you. And I will tell you this, taking it on the same line, it it's it sends a message in this day and age of 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 the world of sports parenting and an entitlement. And and we just saw this a few weeks ago obviously with the college admissions scandal that, well, you know, um I, I can sort of skirt the rules and get around the usual stipulations. If um if I want my kid to go to a, a top uh, private college, uh, money can be paid, and so on and so forth. And that's why we see now, we're we're also curious to see what kind of sentences are going to be handed down to these very affluent people who thought they could somehow bypass the rules and not have their name you know, basically trumpeted in the media, but now they're facing the music. And this is sort of at a much smaller level. You know, what, what people, if you make mistakes in our society, there's nothing wrong with saying you made a mistake, but you just got to own up to it, and then you, then you go from there. Let's move on. Let's go to uh, to Randy in Sayerville. Randy, good morning. You're on the fan.
2: Hey Rick, uh, I I hope <laughs> I mean I'm just you know I feel funny even talking like this, but cause I don't want you to take me the wrong way. But you know they didn't rob a bank, Rick. And, I understand. And, they, and and hold on, let me just explain to you. Sure. They They they. They did something that I'm sure I would think that they all know was wrong. Now, you know what I mean. And I think all the parents in that town know who who did it. And and yeah, it, it was wrong. And should they be punished? I mean, I, I don't I don't really know if they should be punished or not. But the people all know who did it and who didn't do it. And and I think, I, I mean, I you know I, I don't think the parents meant to do something. You know like uh burn down the playground on purpose kind mm-hmm. of thing and and if they did something like that, or you know yes, you should be punished to the extent of the whole law. I have my family, my daughter and my son are law enforcement, so it's not that I'm a, I'm a criminal, but I, I just think, I mean, I think them people, I, I mean, I hope that in their minds that they're suffering enough from Jesus Christmas. What were we thinking about? Why, why did we do this? I mean, you're, you're telling me that the whole town doesn't know who did it and who didn't do it? I, I, I think it, amongst all of the people, everybody knows who did it and who didn't do it. And I think them people at least I would hope that then people, you know, feel really bad and, and made a bad hey, judgment. Randy, I mean, why do we have to prosecute them? I well, mean,
1: I, 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 all I'm saying is and, and I hear you and look, there are two issues on here. There's two sides of the coin. And I know I'm glad you, you're bringing this up, but I'm not saying these guys are looking at jail time. I'm saying you come in, you say, look, we obviously were doing the best we thought it was a good idea to have, you know try to dry the field off so the kids can play a baseball game. But we we erred in our judgment. And as a consequence, yes, we're the ones we did this and we'll make but sure Rick, we, you don't
2: think you don't think them people. Everybody knows who did it and and knows that
1: I know. I mean, how, how, come on. I mean, this is just common sense. You make a mistake. You, it was a public uh, situation. It was reported in the media far and wide. Just say, yeah, I did it. You don't have to You're not send them to jail. You're just saying, OK, fine. What well, you you have to make good on this simple as that so it's 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 to me it's it's very straightforward again i'm not trying to put these guys in jail or ruin their lives just have the have the courage to say i made a mistake and hopefully this will teach something to the kids who are watching that yeah well this these 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 people these adults are being held accountable that's the important takeaway lesson here it's as simple as that randy yeah, thank I, you okay Rick. For, thank me, thanks, you thanks for the call and i you know again i appreciate there are two this you know viewpoints on this that, all right, what's the difference? The guys feel badly. They know who did it, So, it's, as Randy just said. But, no, you still got to step up into the spotlight and say, yes, I did this. It was a mistake. I I. It was obviously something I probably, in retrospect, should not have done. But simple is we'll make sure it's all taken care of and we'll repair the field. It's simple as that. All right, let me, let me take a pause. Uh, when I come back, I'm going to hear more from your calls about this situation. I mean, as Randy said, what's the big deal? Well, I'm saying it is a big deal because – you know the kids are watching all this as well, and the other part of this, which I didn't mention, is that the high school coaches were suspended for a week from Richfield High School, and I'm nobody's talking about that because, after all, it's a personnel issue, and the school's not going to discuss it. But how come the coaches aren't talking about it? All right, one eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. John Minko has your update. I'll be back with the call Stay with me. Back here on the fan, we're talking this morning about the fallout from this, uh, what seemed to been a fairly simple approach with trying to dry off a baseball field uh, by dousing the infield dirt with gasoline. Again, this has been done for, golly, who knows, decades and decades. In my experience, it's never worked. But in recent years, people have said, well, you know, this is going to cause real damage in terms of environmental issues and to the health and welfare of the athletes who play in that field. So this happened a few weeks ago in Ridgefield, Connecticut, and it caused about $40,000 in damages to uh, to the dirt. The infield had to be dug up and replaced. Okay, fine. But now what's happening is apparently a bunch of donors who insisted on anonymity uh, gave money to cover the forty grand, But they didn't give their names as to who were the culprits, the perpetrators who did this. And now people are sort of saying in Ridgefield and other places, well, why didn't they come forth and simply say – Look, I wasn't trying to be a bad guy here. I was trying to do something good for the kids, for the, the, the high school baseball players, and they don't want to give their names. They're just sort of hiding behind the anonymous gifts and, and the uh, the uh, local authorities in Ridgefield saying, well, restitution's made. Let it go. What's the big deal? Everything is fine again. Well, we're trying to teach our youngsters about being accountable. So why didn't these people come forth? And again, there's video of these folks why did they come forth and said, "Yeah, I made a mistake, and uh, yes, I'll be glad to pony up, uh, and I have ponied up some of the cash to take care of the damages." Why, I mean, for example, there was a, in, in several media accounts, uh, there's a selectman in Richfield named Steve Zemo, and he was quoted as saying, uh, "The learning lesson for kids of an adult taking responsibility for a bad decision uh, is the part that's missing here." People make substantial donations to the town of Ridgefield very often, and some do it anonymously, and that's fine. But, and this wasn't malicious at all, but I'm not sure why the folks who were involved didn't just want to come forward and say, we made a mistake. And again, how long, for years in the show, we preached accountability and responsibility and getting young athletes to think ahead of the consequences. So if you make a mistake, fess up, to, you, know, you know, say, I made a mistake, in judgment, and, and you, you deal with it, and you move on. But to try to sort of hide in the shadows and, and not really uh, deal with this, that's, to me, a very disturbing lesson. And, again, this may be a microcosmic situation, and maybe it's a no-big-deal, and so on and so forth. But I do think it's a concern. And I'm taking your calls at one 337 6666 to get your thoughts as well. Let's continue. Let's go with Louie over in Long Beach. Louis, good morning. You're on the fan.
0: Good morning, Ray. Uh I I'm looking at this and I'm saying to myself, you know, the old ads that smoky do not play with matches, always tells the kids don't play with matches. Meanwhile, it's okay for uh for the parents to play with fire and to to, to set such a terrible example of uh, playing with fire. Suppose somebody were caught on fire, throwing that gasoline down. Yeah. You when you when you play with Gasoline, you don't know what the result is going to be from playing with gasoline. Correct. That is not a controlled situation. And you could be sure that all the firemen were really upset over this. They shouldn't take anything in their own hands on someone else's property, on the public's property like that. And I'm just outraged at this because, like I said, the safety factor is just involved. Suppose one of the pants would have caught on fire. Of How would they put them out? I, <laughs> there,
1: you know, Lou, you, you raise a lot of good points as well. Like you know, uh, this is the field that happens to be located in the middle of the town. The police station's right across the street. A lot of things can go go sideways here. And I mentioned before the break. You know, uh, I'm, I'm still curious as to why the, the 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 baseball coaches and I have no idea why the school intervened and suspended them for a week. And that the school has said, "Well, we we've, we've done this. We don't we don't try to." Uh, you know, get involved uh, in terms of revealing uh, issues uh, when it comes to personnel and discipline. Okay, fine, I understand that, but the coaches themselves are allowed to come forward and explain why they were suspended. I mean, the uh, Bridgefield apparently has a pretty good ball club this year, but so coaches tell us what happened. But I guess they're not going to do that. And I again, that gets into accountability as well. I'm sure they had to say something to the the kids and their team as to why they're not working the sidelines and in the dugout, it's just, it's very, it's a head-scratcher. I mean, it, it is. The, the terrible part about all this is that the safety factor, how could
0: you put people at risk I when mean, you're doing this?
1: Louie, I mean, it just, you know, it's gasoline, is so inflammable. all it means is somebody gets uh, doused by accident and uh, on their clothes, and we have a real serious concern now. But uh, thank God nobody did get hurt. But the field obviously got ruined. Louis, thank you for the thoughts. Appreciate it. I care, Rick. You bet. Let's move on. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Jack Smith over in Fairlawn. Jack, I'm curious to get your take about all this. Well,
3: first of all, Rick, I just want to say that your screener, I don't know what his, what his name is. He's yeah. a really good guy.
1: Ed Arzuman, he's the best. That's great.
3: A lot of fun. Yes. He does a great job. Um, on the topic, first of all, I want to respond to Randy. Um Randy, nobody got hurt okay and that 's that 's okay so if nobody gets hurt, we just forget about it. But what about all the games that were scheduled on that field for the next six to ten weeks? What about all the people that had to now reschedule and kids couldn 't get the practices and they had to remove their practices that that 's being hurt too but right, yep. the point here the point here is is that Every time we go out on the field, every time we put on a uniform, we are teaching and you know that I'm a strong I'm, I'm very strong on this, Rick. We're teaching life lessons. So, Randy, what life lessons did we teach here? Did we teach that if nobody gets hurt it's okay? Is it okay that I have money and that will buy me out of my problems? I mean, I think everybody here is wrong. I mean, the the people and the, and the sad thing is is that if by chance one of these people stepped forward, this person who backed away and said nothing and possibly is throwing the coaches under the bus will look like a hero. Yep. You know, he'll look like a hero because, oh, I came forward. But listen, everything's about life. Everything's about life lessons. As adults, we have to teach our kids what's right and what's wrong. And when we do something wrong and we don't take responsibility for that, then we are doing wrong. And all we're teaching, like you said before, Rick, and you hit it right on the head, just like the scandal. If I have money, I don't have to worry about anything. And that's what you're teaching your kids. If I have money and I can buy my way out, I'll do it. You know what? And nobody's hurt. Well, Randy, a lot of people got hurt.
1: Jack, I I, I, thank you as always. And I think Jack, once again, is right on target. Uh, uh, Lost in the shuffle, as Jack pointed out, that... You know, when the game the field was ruined, that meant all the other games, uh, other teams, other kids, they can't play in that field for several weeks while the infield dirt's being dug up and replaced. They are victims. Uh, to Jack's point about, you know, well, somebody, when this was discussed behind closed doors uh, in the town of Ridgefield, and somebody said, well, you know, here's how it works. Uh, if, if restitution is made, nobody has to come forward and say, I did this, and I tell you, that, that sends a real poor message, and I, I know there have been subtle people in Richfield who have written letters to the media saying, this is not the way it's supposed to be. You have to be held accountable for what you do, and you know nobody's saying you're going to go to jail. Nobody's going to say they're going to have your, your house and possessions taken away, but no, st- stand up and say, I made a mistake. I was trying to help, and it backfired. It's as simple as that. Let's move on. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Mary in Long Island. Mary, good morning. You're on The Fan.
4: Good morning. Um, When you first said where this happened, I don't know if you said the state where it happened, and so instantly my mind went to, oh, they have to be wealthy people, and I was blaming a community. I thought, oh, some wealthy community in New Jersey. I understand it's (laughs) it's Connecticut, Richfield,
1: Connecticut, yes.
4: Right. Well, I'm just appalled. First of all, I I never heard of this practice, but I don't know why I would have, but uh, it's appalling to me that people would do something like this, allow their children to suffer because that's right, they couldn't practice at the field, they had to go elsewhere, and in a sense, the parents are suffering too if they have to drive the children somewhere else. But there's just something wrong with our country today if people are not held accountable and you said it's teaching these kids the wrong lesson but unfortunately i honestly believe the wrong lessons have been taught since the time the kids were five or six years old and they could be made to understand you did something wrong so the damage is done for those kids. Yep. It, it, it's just very sad, and I'm really glad you brought this subject to, to light because I, I never heard of anything like this. And the people who do, donated the money to make amends, you know, very nice of them, but in my opinion, and it's none of my business, their money could have been used to help you know a community in need or families in need who are burned out of their homes or their apartments. It's just it goes on and on and people get frustrated
1: well mary uh... yeah this is in many ways as you say sort of uh, symptomatic of how things go down in our society these days and and it it's hard to sort of rationalize or justify why these 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 grown-ups these adults wouldn't have taken that final step and said okay uh, I made a mistake. It's going to be very costly, uh, uh, but I do want to take responsibility for this. But to sort of hide behind some sort of obscure uh, Connecticut law that says, no, you don't have to come forward uh, and give your name as long as restitution is made, I mean, that 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 doesn't sound right. That, that, that For a lot of people, it just strikes a, a bad – it leaves a bad taste. And obviously, for the kids' perspective – they're learning, as you said, a, a terrible lesson about accountability, um, and there's no better venue than in the world of sports, uh, and amateur sports, to say no, you do the right thing, and, and if you have to pay the price, uh, and there are some fall, there's some fallout. Well, that's the way it goes. It's as simple as that. Um, it's sad, as simple as that. Mary, thank you for for your thoughts this morning. Appreciate
4: it.
1: Thank you. Bye bye. Let me go on to uh, let's go to Sam over in Woodridge. Sam, good morning. You're on the fan. Good
5: morning. Um, I'm one of these people who always listens but never calls in, but this subject kind of made me call in. Um, One of the problems, I think, one of the analogies, people have a problem with the analogy of the bank robbery. But I would say, look, it's an accident. If you have a car accident, let's say you rear in someone, you yes. didn't mean to do it, but there's damage to that person's car. You're playing football or something and you throw a pass, it goes through somebody's window. Right. You didn't mean to do it, but you still damage someone's house. It still has to be, the window has to be replaced, the car has to be repaired. You have to, the person who did it has to pay for that. And, I'm 68 years old. I'm an old school guy. My kids call me a dinosaur. <laughs> but, but the fact is, I, I, I see too many things in this country now that are, are being taught or allowed that I could never get away with. I had, a, I had a son one time who drove with a suspended license. Should have told us. I didn't know. Um, got caught, and there was a fine to be paid. We paid the fine, but he had to pay us back.
1: Sam, and this, that's, uh, you mentioned the term "old school," and yeah, I'm. I guess I'm an old school guy as well. And from the, the way we grew up, yeah, you. This is very simple. You do something wrong, you're responsible. Now, again, the the, the bank robber analogy is obviously a bit of an exaggeration because a bank right. robber obviously is consciously plotting out to break the law. An that's accident, correct. as you say, a, a car accident. No, you didn't intend to hit to, to, you know, to do something to hurt somebody's car but or you break a window by throwing a football. But you still have to – the first thing you do is say, hey, I did it, and I'm the guy right. who will now make good on this. So now we have a case in Ridgefield where, no, somebody somewhere said to the town, well, you know, if, if uh, we get enough donations to cover this, do we have to come forward and say we did this? And somebody said, no, you don't have to do that as long as you, the, the cost is taken care of. Sam, for guys like you and me, there's something wrong with that. And again, I realize there are other points of view, but it doesn't ring right. And that—that's the concern I have. And and um, I think you've done a good job at sort of putting this into perspective. About hey, you got to if it's you, you did it, you got to live up to it and own it and, and and take care of it and 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 take not care of the restitution, but also say it's as me as that. Simple. Okay. I agree. Thank, I agree. Sam, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. All right, no let, me, let me let me let uh, me let me take a time out here. Uh, when we come back, of course, we'll go right back to your calls. Obviously, I'm eager to get more views and and perspectives on this. Uh, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal because obviously the money's been donated and the field is fine again and playable. But in terms of sports parenting, this is a real concern. And as I said, as Sam just pointed out, it's sort of becoming more and more of the way it is in this country when it comes to sports parentings trying to smooth things over for the kids and holding back the whole lesson of accountability. One eight seven seven three three That is indeed correct. Uh, Ed Randall will be here at 9 o'clock this morning following uh, the Sports Edge also like to remind you that The Secrets of Sports Psychology Revealed. You can now uh, purchase that book both in print form as well as an audio form as well. Just go to Amazon and check it out. And you can always follow me at uh, AskCoachWolf.com or on Twitter at hashtag AskCoachWolf. Uh, right now we're being joined by a, a former guest on the show, Joe Heinzman uh, Joe is, has been a youth sports board member for... Sixteen or eighteen years, including basketball uh, and little league. He's also served as a high school varsity basketball and golf head coach. He's a practicing attorney in New York State, and he lives in Ridgefield. And Joe, good morning. I'm eager to get your thoughts about what's going on up uh, in Ridgefield and the fallout from the from the gas uh, situation.
6: Good morning, Rick. How are you today? Good, Joe. So, um, so. So, Rick, the issues up here that are that are reverberating around the community are two, and 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 the first is governmental transparency. Um, just a really simple idea that if somebody's going to have criminal charges, potential criminal charges dropped against them, anonymous payments are simply not a good idea. And then the second problem is this message to our young people that you know make a donation, money solves all problems, and you yeah. don't have to worry about any accountability.
1: Well, let me ask you this, Joe, because again. Uh and I understand you you are a practicing attorney in New York State. Maybe the laws are different in Connecticut. So is this possible where, look, uh, there was something – we all agree that the, it was the best intentions at heart by these people uh, to go and try and fix, make the field playable, but it backfired. So now they don't have to come forth and be prosecuted. They can just say, well, there's restitution made and nobody has to you know, put their name or, or sign a, something that says, yeah, I did this. Is that how it works in Connecticut?
6: well it's it's certainly an odd situation. I can tell you that in New York, if we had this kind of an issue uh, it's not up to the um, it's not up to the the uh, the town whether or not a prosecution would be done. It would be up to the local prosecutor and the local prosecutor, uh, after hearing from the police um, would make a decision and If restitution were involved, typically there would be some sort of formal accountability process, um, even potentially going to court entering a plea or not even entering a plea, but agreeing to a deferred prosecution. We have those vehicles in Connecticut, but it seems like all of that's been short-circuited um, by the town basically saying to the police department, "Stop operations. We're done here."
1: I mean, I, I, I I'm just stunned. I mean, uh, you know, we're not we're not saying these people are hardened criminals. They were trying to get the field ready to play a, a game between Ridgefield High School and Amity High School. I get that. So. Why do not they just come forward and say, hey, made a mistake, let's learn and move on. But, yeah, we're the ones that did this. This was our idea. Somebody said go down to the gas station with some gas cans and buy some gas and come back and set the infield on fire. I mean, why can't they just say we did this?
6: Well, especially if there's been some sort of an agreement, whether it's an agreement not to prosecute or some sort of a, a of a plea or court supervision deal, and that's, again, why we do this in New York,
2: yeah.
0: um,
6: is that the prosecutor will now know who did it, so if it happens again, yeah. um, then the prosecutor says, well, wait a minute, you got your break already. Right now, whoever did this, they haven't even officially gotten their break, as far as a prosecutor would be concerned.
1: Joe, so, I mean, again, you, you live in that town, uh, it's a beautiful town, no question about it. I mean, obviously, people there, like sports parents everywhere, take great pride in the accomplishments of their athletes. But, I mean, there has to, I mean, I'm reading the articles and the letters to the editor in the paper there, parents are like saying, what, what kind of message are we sending to our youngsters? And, you know, this has to be very disconcerting to people like yourself, who obviously have been involved in, in youth sports for a good long time.
6: Sure. And um, it, it's, it's disconcerting from a couple different points of view as far as the kids are concerned. Um, and... You know, I know a lot of the boys on the baseball team. They're wonderful, wonderful kids. Um, but they were all present when this happened. So they, that, does, that doesn't make them accountable, but it gives them a firsthand direct knowledge of what was done and what was gotten away with. This isn't a rumor that something might have happened and somebody might have gotten away with it. The coaches were there. The players were there. This is incredible that, that we would just allow the you know, collective anonymous donation sweep under the rug message be given to our high school athletes, our young leaders. It's it's completely the wrong message.
1: Uh, and uh, on a separate note, uh, I I've noted on the, earlier on the show that the high school coaches, the baseball coaches, were suspended for a week uh, from coaching Ridgefield High School. Um, and again, the high school has said no, we're not going to comment as to why. Um, I presume that the high school players were at the field and the coaches are there as well. Maybe the coaches were involved in, in, involved with dousing the field with gasoline. I don't know. But the fact is, why haven't the coaches said anything or have they said anything to their team? I mean, have, have the kids been told nothing? Uh, uh, just forget about this? It doesn't involve you? Move on? What, what's what's the general tenor of what's happening from the high school program I'd
6: I'd love to tell you I knew what the coaches have said to the players the 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 answer to that question is unfortunately I don't Um, I don't know what the conversations between the high school administration and the coaches were either I, I I have very very good information that the coaches were present during it happening there's rumor and speculation about whether or not a coach might have had a rake or a shovel but we don't know the answer to that and there's, there's no way we're ever going to know the answer because everybody has circled the wagons here and collectively agreed not to talk. Yeah, I... I, I mean, Which is a terrible message, by the way, because that means that the, the players are are being being told to circle the wagons and not say anything. Well, that's
1: just going to say, now the kids have been sort of embroiled in this, saying, uh, I mean, I'm sure a lot of the, the parents have been talking with their youngsters and saying, no, you... you, you you got to do the right thing. We, we preach in this family, do the right thing, be held accountable, think about your actions. If something backfires, you know, speak up, be a man, and, and say you did this, um, you know. But to not take responsibility as an adult, I mean, I hate to use this word, but it's sort of cowardly, and that, that's how it comes across.
6: Well, um, yeah, it, it certainly is, and every parent here does not agree. There are parents who are fuming angry. About this, parents involved with the team, but you know this is a this is a team where you know I think there's probably an underlying fear, as with any youth sports parents. If I don't toe the line, if I disagree with what the party line is, how will it affect my child? Now, I don't think our coaches would be vindictive, but people are scared. That's why they don't come forward.
1: You well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know we live in a world where uh, sports parents do feel fear retribution if, if uh, their kid uh, steps out of line. Uh, and particularly, in this case, where the coaches were obviously chastised uh for some reason, which we don 't know why that i mean that 's that 's really weird and and again it it just sort of instead of basically putting an ending to the the, the situation, this incident, it just continues on. And this is going to cause more and more debate uh, down the road.
6: Well, it certainly will cause more debate. I I know somebody who made a Freedom of Information uh, inquiry at the police department. I won't say they made the formal request, and the police department said, well, you won't get anything because it's still a pending uh, matter. And the response from the person who went to the police department was, well, wait a minute, the paper says it's no longer a pending matter, and the police told that person, well, don't believe everything you read. So... There's a stone wall being being erected around this whole thing by our government, and it's just every possible wrong message that you can give at the same time.
1: Yeah, I, I Joe, I have to tell you that's that's how this this is from outside of Ridgefield, Connecticut. This is how this comes across that somebody is trying to hide something, trying to protect their name, their reputation, whatever it might be. But it all sort of cascades in a way that you know, this is just the wrong message. And and uh, again, it started very innocently. Were a bunch of people, grown-ups, adults, trying to salvage the field. It didn't work. It backfired on them. And now the, the, the restitution has been made, and the field's playable again, but nobody wants to step up and say, I did this, and I'm sorry for it. And I'll do, I don't know, if there's community service to be done, I'll do that. Whatever it might be, but it just sends the wrong message. And, and as I said, that's, it, it just seems to be, unfortunately, sort of a so a singular microcosmic uh, incident uh, in our society today when it comes to youth sports.
6: Right. I agree with you, Rick. And I, by the way, I can't emphasize enough that everybody in Ridgefield that I've spoken with that's upset about the way this has been handled, to a person, nobody wants anybody put in the proverbial stocks. Nobody wants anybody to be unduly embarrassed or go to jail or be on probation. Nobody wants that. They just want accountability and transparency that would be demanded. Frankly, what a lot of people say is, the thing that would be demanded of me if I did something stupid, yeah, and yeah. it seems like well, someone else is getting a pass because some group of people banded together to write a check.
1: Jeez, I tell you, Joe, I, I don't. Know. Yeah, I'd be curious to see if this continues on, or it's eventually swept under the rug and people try to move on. I don't know, but it's going well, to at least nothing else. It's got enough attention that it at least get other people in other communities. When these kind of things happen there, they'll perhaps they'll think about the uh, the fallout. From, from Ridgefield, Connecticut. So, Hey, Joe, uh, thank you so much for chiming in this morning. Again, that's Joe Heinzman, an uh, attorney who lives in Ridgefield, been involved in youth sports for many years, and obviously keeps an eye on what's happening in Ridgefield when it comes to their, their sports programs. Joe, thank you again. Good to be with you, Rick. Bye-bye. Thanks, Joe. Uh, again, folks, this is very odd, and uh, it's, we're not asking, as Joe said, we don't want people to go and put them in the, in the stocks or put them in jail. We just want to say, okay, who did this and why, and why, why was this, this uh, anonymous donations made uh, with no forthcoming recognition? We're just looking for accountability and responsibility, the same things that we preach to our kids. I'm going to take a time out. I'll be back with more. Stay with me.
0: Big wall. On sports Radio 66 and
1: 101 Hey, uh, just a couple of concluding thoughts to this episode up in Ridgefield, Connecticut. First of all, as, as uh, uh, our longtime contributor, uh, Jack Smithlin, added to me uh, a few minutes ago, "Look, uh, accountability, responsibility often that comes from embarrassing moments to us. And and nobody wants to be embarrassed, but sometimes that happens in life. And when you do something wrong, you obviously have an obligation, not only to yourself and to your community, but also to your family and the kids around you, the athletes, to basically step up and take responsibility. And that's what happened in this case. Step up and say, yeah, I made a mistake. It was a bad mistake. I didn't cause any – I didn't mean to make this happen – I was trying to make a good thing happen, but it just didn't work. It backfired. But again, sometimes embarrassment is painful for us, but it's the impetus to make sure you come forward and and do the right thing. It's as simple as that. And finally, on this Mother's Day, if if you are going out perhaps to a kid's baseball or softball game and you find outside that it's a little soggy today, (laughs) make a suggestion if the field is wet... I would strongly advise you not using any gasoline to dry off the field uh, because that doesn't work. That hasn't worked forever. And certainly after what's happened in Ridgefield, I think we should all learn uh, to make sure we do the right thing when it comes to taking care of our kids. Get out the diamond dry. Use that instead. Okay, that's going to do it for me. In addition to the Sports Edge, my thanks this morning to Ed Arzuman. Please stick around for Ed Randall. He is up next. I'll see you next Sunday right here on the Sports Edge.
6: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild